0: So, first story. Not gonna spend a lot of time on this, but um, you know th- this is. I, I- I'm I- I'm just shaking my head right now, man. Austin Mayor apologizes after filming stay home video message from Mexico while on vacation. Ah, be damned! In a Wednesday live stream from his Texas home. Austin Mayor Steve Adler apologized for instructing residents to stay home when possible in a November video, while he himself was filming that very video from a timeshare in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. The first week of November, my daughter got married here in Austin. Like many other brides, she had to cancel her original plans in order to follow the rules, and instead she had a small, mostly family, very private wedding, said Adler. Afterwards, a small, mostly family group traveled to Mexico. I want you to know that I regret that travel. I wouldn't travel now. I didn't over Thanksgiving, and I won't over Christmas, and no one should. Everyone should be avoiding non essential travel now because we're in the Orange area, he added. Although Adler didn't break any health orders from the state of Texas or from himself by traveling to Mexico at the time that he did, the Austin mayor neglected to tell anyone that he was encouraging people to stay home, marking that this was no time to relax when it comes to the coronavirus, when he himself was on vacation out of the country. You know, once again, we have an example of hypocrisy. And it's not, to me, this isn't that, it's not that this is a moment of hypocrisy, because everyone is a hypocrite in some area. Um, the problem here is that these, these politicians... They don't believe this stuff. They don't believe the stay at home because, because they understand that this is about power. The virus, if you were to catch, if you catch the virus, you have a very, 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 very small chance of dying. You're mostly going to be okay. The vast majority of people are going to be just fine. It's gonna, you know, you may lose a sense of smell. You may lose a sense of taste. That's what most people experience. Or you know a lot of people experience or, or experience no symptoms they're asymptomatic. You may get a cough, you may get a fever. you may have to the worst I've heard from a few people is that they were bedridden for a couple weeks, and that was it but they're they're fine now. The problem here is these politicians don't believe this stuff. You know what if if I'm from the city of Austin. All businesses open. All churches open. You, you're going to be... You, the mayor, are going to tell us... Stay home. Avoid any unnecessary travel. This dude... It's not like this dude went from Austin to to Dallas. It's not like this dude went from Austin to Corpus Christi. It's not like this guy went from Austin to, you know, some other Texas city. This dude went to Mexico. This dude left the country for a wedding. For a wedding celebration. This is evil. And let me just say this. Congratulations to his daughter on getting married. Congratulations, you know. You know, good luck to you on starting your new life with, with you know, your husband. Great on that. But the issue here is you are telling people, there are other people who want to get married and they can't. There are people who had plans and they can't do those plans. There are businesses who would simply, they would be, they would be at a minimum surviving if the economy would just open. But no, they're forced to shut down. They're forced to close their doors, they're forced to lay off employees, they're forced they're forced to to close up shop because of these ridiculous rules of lockdown. And you don't even obey the rules that you are telling us to do. It's flat out evil. It's flat out evil. KVUE, which first reported on the trip, has also noted that the wedding Adler attended for his daughter two days before he and seven others took off to Mexico on a private jet went against the city's recommendation to avoid gatherings of more than 10 people. Now, I fear that the travel that I did, which took place during a safer period, followed the color-coded rules, could lead to some taking risk, some taking riskier behavior now. I recognize that my travel set a bad example. I recognize that the fact that I took the trip and at the same time was, consuming to, was, con- was continuing to urge people to be cautious is confusing. It's not confusing, Adler. It's hypocritical. It's hypocritical. It's not confusing. And you know, you, you're talking about a safer time. Even... When it, Quote, in these quote unquote safer times, people all around the country were still being told, okay, if you don't need to travel, do not travel. That was that was told everywhere in the country. If you don't have to travel, don't. He ignored that. They they, they didn't care. I know that others have chosen not to travel under the same circumstances. And I know that in my position, I need to send a clearer message. I'm sorry, I took that trip. It was a lapse in judgment, and I want you to know that I apologize included. You know, this is, this is absurd. Because this, this is, this is not just one lapse in judgment. This is, these are, this is multiple laps in judgment, lapses in judgment. Because you said, okay, well, a wedding, okay. We probably shouldn't really be doing a wedding. We're going to do it anyway, okay. We're going to go to Mexico. Is that essential? No. I'm telling people not to travel, but I'm going to do it anyway. So that's another lapse in judgment. this is evil they do not it's again once again rules for thee but not for me and yes, yes he's a democrat but again i don't i don't you know it it's been it's been a series of democrats doing this but i don't care that it's a democrat or a republican if it were a democrat or a republican the problem is the stand, the standard that's what this podcast is focused on the standard if the standard is no one travel stay in your homes no non-essential travel and then you who made the rule and are is helping is is pushing the rule you travel well we have a problem we have a very serious problem. I'm I'm sick of this, man. I'm just I'm so sick of this this hypocrisy. Okay. On to on to Vice President elect Kamala Harris, who was widely slammed on Twitter this weekend for committing to helping small businesses affected by the coronavirus pandemic despite having openly supported protesters at the height of social unrest over the summer. Small businesses, especially black and minority-owned businesses, urgently need relief to survive the effects of coronavirus this winter. At Joe Biden and I are committed to helping these businesses during this pandemic and give them the support they need to thrive in years to come. Shut your Mouth Kamala Harris. Give me an actual fifteen-minute break. Remember, she supported these, and she she supported the 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 protesters who actually were well, not protesters. Were there were there were some protesters, but there were also rioters and looters who she was supporting and, more importantly, donating to a fund to free these people to, for, for, their, for their bail to be paid so they could go right back on the streets causing mayhem. That is supposed to be the next vice president and soon to be president after Joe Biden keels over. It's evil, it's absolutely evil. You're gonna, you're going to come out. You're going to come out and say, you know, small businesses, give them a big hand, folks. You know, if you can support them, go out and do that. Okay, lady, aren't you, is, is this your tweet from June? Remember, remember, this is this was June. Where is it? Where is it? June first, if you're able to chip in now to the at uh, MN Freedom Fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. These were not protesters, these were rioters. These were these were people who were breaking the law, these were people who were burning buildings, these are people who were uh looting buildings, they were taking things that did not belong to them, they were stealing. These were criminals. And she was donating. She herself donated to this fund and encouraged others to donate to this fund. You wanna help small businesses, Commonly, You you, you wanna help small businesses, you wanna help the black and minority owned businesses open up the economy. You wanna help these people. Let Americans go back, again, let Americans go back to doing what it is that they do best. Stimulating the economy, buying, selling, investing, saving, building, doing, working. That is what Americans do best. That is how you help these businesses. It's not, it's not grants, loans, PPP stuff. That helps in the short term. But in the long term, these businesses need help. And they get help when they are just allowed to open and allowed to function. And when, and when consumers are allowed to go around and function, where people are can buy, and where people can sell, and where people can go in, go into a restaurant and sit down, and eat and drink and have fun. They order appetizers, they have the main course, and then they get dessert. The people who go to the bar and get drinks, people who go to the gym and work out, the people who go down to the beach, sports where you have where you have fans and. Kids are back in school. That's what Americans do best. That's how you help the problem. That's how you fix it. Small businesses, especially black and minority-owned businesses, urgently need relief to survive the effects of coronavirus this winter. Evil. Evil. They urgently need relief. You know, they've needed relief ever since... People have been calling for a shutdown. You want to lock everything down? Okay. First, they were saying, okay, you know what, let's just lock down for 14 days. And then it, then it somehow became six to eight weeks. We are folks, we are now in December. December 4th. January happened. February happened then the pandemic hit, and it really spread, the, 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 the news, and, you know, stay in your homes, and, you know, two million people are going to die, and all this, all this nonsense, it's flat out evil, man, I just, just out, outrageous, 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 the date was just one week after George Floyd, a black man, died while in custody of Minneapolis police. Floyd's death sparked nationwide protests against racial injustice and police brutality, but they were quickly co-opted by incendiary elements that were responsible for wide-scale rioting and looting of small businesses in major metropolitan areas. The apparent contradiction in Harris's call to bail out protesters with their support for small businesses was not lost on the Twitter sphere. Remember when you were fundraising to bail out criminals who destroyed small businesses during the riots? Maybe you should help the businesses looted and burned by your supporters, wrote another user. Then open the businesses back up, pleaded another. Just two days after Harris' June 1st tweet, Minnesota's Star Tribune newspaper published a list of over 360 businesses across the Twin Cities that have been quote, Vandalized, looted, or had doors or windows smashed in the wake of the protests. The paper staff wrote: Some have been reduced to rubble, and at least 66 gave have been uh, destroyed completely by fire. Others have reported extensive water damage or severe fire damage. And let me tell you, folks, insurance doesn't really cover that. Doesn't really cover all that. When you have, when you have a, when you have a store and you have merchandise. For example, they I remember they I remember just one instance. There was this jewelry store and everything was taken. I mean, in a matter of minutes. You can't have insurance that covers you and helps protect you and your business when you lose everything to theft. When everything is stolen from you, li- literally in a matter of minutes. It's not that it's It's not that hard to clear out a a jewelry store. Or any store for that matter. Your whole livelihood, gone. Your whole business, gone. Everything you've worked hard for, everything you've... Your blood, your sweat, your tears, all that, gone. In a matter of three and a half minutes. And you, Kamala Harris, were the one saying let you know let's you know let's don't donate donate to this fund so we can free these people to free the criminals that's wicked that's absolutely wicked oh small businesses need your help shut your mouth kamala you are literally, literally the same you are the same person who 6 months ago almost 6 months ago to the day You are asking people, you are asking your Twitter followers to donate to pay the bail of criminal, to pay the bails of criminals. My goodness, man, this, this, this is, this is some horrific, horrific stuff. And I, I just, I have no idea what to, what, what to say about this. This is, this is wrong. It's absolutely wrong. You're not committed to helping these businesses during the pandemic. you're not because if you were, you would be open. See here's the thing I, I say this again it's this isn't it's not it's not it's not binary. it's not the the choices here are not binary. It's not like okay you only you only save the economy or you only save human lives. You can't have a mix but what you're doing is when you when you tell businesses to close up and when you when you look at the numbers of all the 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 number of cases and the number of deaths they don't break the numbers down enough because it's not just enough to say okay we have this many positive cases a new record of number of cases the number of cases doesn't matter how many of these people are have are experiencing symptoms which symptoms are they experiencing are they experiencing loss of taste are they experiencing loss of smell? are they coughing up blood? are they having fevers are they having chills? are they just having a running nose These are the things that matter so when you when you sow fear and when you you spread you spread the seed, of fear into people, and you say, you know what? Everyone shut down. No one moves. Stay in your home Stay in your basements. Don't hug grandma. Don't hug grandpa. Do everything via Zoom. Close schools. And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get into this eleven-year-old killing himself in a second. But you're, you are not committed to helping these businesses. If you were, you would open up. We can do it. We can do it safely. But what you do, what must come about is you must open. You can't just, you cannot just sit around and do nothing. You cannot sit around and do nothing. You cannot sit around and just be like, well, we got to wait for these vaccines, you know, we got to, you know, social distance until 2022, you know, You know, we may not get back to normal until next Christmas. Stores... Let me say this. Let me say this. There have been a lot of places, um, a lot of businesses, a lot of corporations in the news about uh, a lot of them declaring bankruptcy. Chuck E. Cheese. uh, Sears. Um a lot of places, a lot of stores. What do you think these mom and pop stores are doing? Seriously, if if these if these huge corporations that make billions and billions of dollars are forced to foreclose and are, for, are forced to declare bankruptcy and have to lay off A whole bunch of people. What do you think mom and pop stores are doing? They don't have... Billion dollar budgets. They don't... They're not making... Billions of dollars. They don't have huge staffs. And you want them to just come around and say... Uh... Well... You know, just just shut down, and and we'll we'll get you some aid. The let me tell you something about businesses. The vast majority of businesses, they are making it month to month, month to month. So when you say, okay, well, well, first just take just take the just take initially where they said, okay, we're just gonna shut down for fourteen days. For a business, that's a lifetime. That's half a month. Then it was like, okay, well, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks? That's two months. You think Ma and Pa are going to make it? You think their staff is going to make it? You think they'll be able to pay their rent, buy food, stay in their homes? make their car payments afford their medications you really think they're going to make it you want to help you want to you want to help these small own these small businesses open the economy let americans do what americans do best Let people go back to work. Let people go back to working out. Let people let money start changing hands again. Let kids go back into the schools. Stops. Stop spreading this idea and th- this fear that, well, you get COVID, you're you're going to end up on a ventilator. You en- you get COVID, you're 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 going to end up in a casket. You know you know if you if you if you gather you know your christmas is going to be a little bit quieter this year you know you may not you you're not going to see new years cuz you'll 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 be dead or your loved one will be dead evil stuff absolutely evil this lockdown is seriously hurting people now let's just talk about this 11 year old boy um I I saw I saw the story man and I just my heart man it, it just it 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 hit my stomach. If you haven't heard an eleven year old boy died after he shot himself in his California home during a Zoom class this week, according to a new report. The preteen was attending the virtual class with his microphone and camera turned off when he took his own life just after 11 a.m. Wednesday in uh, Woodbridge. His sister, who was attending her own virtual class in another room, found him and alerted her neighbor and teacher, who helped call authorities, according to the report. Responding deputies found the boy who attended Woodbridge Um, elementary school with a head injury according to the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office. The boy, identified by the Sacramento Bee as Aiden Llanos Llanos, Llanos, I think because it's two L's uh, was rushed to a nearby hospital where he later died according to authorities. It is unclear how Aiden obtained the gun. This is... This This hurts, man. This, you know, people on... Here's the thing. Now, here's what might happen. People on the left might say, well, see, this is why people shouldn't have guns. Because what if the, what if your child gets a hold of them and they, and they kill themselves just like this boy? No, 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 no. Do you know how many millions of Americans own guns? This isn't happening all the time. This isn't happening all the time. And, le- and let me say this. The bigger issue is not the gun. The issue is the mental health. If they don't have a gun, they're going to find another way. There's no gun, they'll, they'll find a bridge. There's no bridge, they'll find some rope. There's no rope, they'll find some electricity. There's no electricity, they'll go in front of a car there there's there's no car they'll 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 they will drink they will do pills the issue is mental health it's not the tool that they use i'm I'm just sitting around my room i i just just from my just from what i see right now just looking around there are about forty five ways I could kill myself. There's 45 different things that I see that I could use to kill myself. 45. Just, look, just looking around. Here's... This is also related... This is also related to the pandemic in a larger way because remember that other episode that I had. Suicides are up. Depression is up. Drinking is up. These negative activities are up during this pandemic. People don't know what to do. School for, let me say this, school for a lot of kids is an escape. It's a chance to get away from, from the, from the fighting of their parents at home it's the one place where they can go to actually get a meal because, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I, I talked to a lot of, you know, people. And I remember there was this guy I met in college and I'll never forget it. He was the first person to ever to ever really talk to me about about this. And he said, you know, man, because uh, there was there was an assignment where we were talking about uh, like free, you know, should school lunches be free? And uh, we, we had the discussion and then later afterwards, we were just walking away from class and he said, you know, man, he said, he said, I just, I, I I don't know why I'm telling you this, I I you know, but based on that discussion, you know, growing up, going to school, I looked forward to it because that was the only meal I was going to get. I've, you know, there are kids where it's like, you know. Getting away from home is an escape from their parents arguing. It's an escape from the demons that they're fighting at home. School is an escape, and it's, it's a means to at least distract yourself. When you eliminate school and say, you know what, you can't come to school, you can't go to school, stay in your home and do class virtually... the escape is now gone that bridge is burned that dis- that distraction the way of escape is eliminated now i don't know if this if this if aiden died due to um you know if it is because of the pandemic i don't know but anxiety is up anxiety and depression in students is And it's, it's just, it's absolutely, it's absolutely horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And I, there's, there's, I, I, I just, it hurts my heart, man. When I, when I see this, when I heard this, I said, oh my God. I I mean, this is, this is, this is mental illness stuff. Authorities are investigating the boy's death. The gun was reportedly registered to an adult in the home. This is not a gun issue. And I'm not saying this because, because, I, because I'm pro-Second Amendment. I'm saying this because when people are depressed, when people are hurting, when people are angry, people find a way to self-harm. You take one thing away, oh, I'll try this other thing. Oh, you want to take that away? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. It's not the tool. It's the state and the well-being of the individual's mind. Ropes, ladders, bridges, cars, you know, electricity, heights... Um, pills, alcohol. There are so many ways, so many things that are available in the home. That, 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 that is the bigger issue. It's the, it's the, it's the state of well-being. Most suicides are not from guns. This, this breaks my heart, man. The, 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 there there is a serious mental health issue and and ser- seriously what do you want people to do what what do you want what do you, what do you want little Johnny to do when he can't play with his friends he can't go to school Susie can't go to her ballet ballet class. she has to do that from home she has to do that virtually. Little Tommy can't go play football because sports are canceled now. Michaela can't go to karate. there's no. There's no gathering at lunch to talk and to, to to socialize, and those those are just kids. The adults, they have to work from home. There is no going to work. There is no commuting where they can get some me time, where they can just you know put on their put on their playlist and just listen and just you know, kind of be in their own little world as they commute. They have to see the wife or the husband or the kids 24-7. You know, here's what pe- you know, people are saying, Oh, divorce, you know, divorces up. And divorces are up. But people are looking at the wrong thing. They're saying, Well, you know, it's because the reason divorces are up is because people don't know how to pick a spouse. And if you can- if you are unable to quarantine with with someone, that means you shouldn't be with that person. No, that's a very shallow view of it. Here's how, here's how people work. We are social beings. We are social creatures. We have, we go out every day and we have lived experiences. Mommy and daddy wake up the kids. Daddy goes to work. Mommy goes to work. The kids go to school. Uh, Johnny has baseball. Jane has piano. So you have four, and dad he works at he works at the bank. Mom is a nurse. They all have their own separate days. They all have their own set of events that takes place every single day they go out into the world they come back together they eat dinner they they fellowship at the dinner table they get together in the home and they talk about their day that's the fellowship you're not supposed to be with the same people all the time you shouldn't be with your mom or your wife Or your sister or your brother 24-7. The point is to go out and then reconvene. Go out, reconvene. Go out, reconvene. That's how life is supposed to work. It's not because these people can't pick a spouse. It's not because these people hate their spouse. It's because no matter who you are, you need a break from the people that you live with. You have to go somewhere else. You need an escape. You need that distraction. <sighs> this, this hurts, man. This really does hurt. And the only way this gets better, it's not more PPP. It's not more loans. It's not more grants. Open up the economy. Let Americans do what Americans do best. These issues are not going to fix themselves. You can't keep waiting for Congress to get their act together and, you know, come to the rescue. No. The best thing we know that what works is limited government and people just doing what they do. Leave people alone and let people do what they do. Let them go on and travel. Let them go and congregate, let them go to church, let them go to temple, let them go to mosque, their mosque, let them go to the gym, let them go to the bar, let them go to the restaurant, let them go to their jobs, let the kids go to school, let them go play sports, let there be, you know, uh, football games on Friday nights, let there be homecoming dances, proms, festivals, gatherings, let people do what people do. Let people be social. These problems will dissipate.